to school so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and Timeshares. Finances and, in conjunction with Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, and attentive financial coaching services. We create successful financial plans by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding and educating you to your personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan or budget, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for a free consultation. Today, we're going to be talking about timeshares, and timeshares are condominiums that you have a partial ownership in, and they're popular for people who want a home in a location that they frequently visit or in locales that they would like to travel to. These are condominiums that you share over time. You share those fees and the mortgage with other people for a right to use the property. You're generally sharing a specific unit the same week each year with up to 51 other people or families. This is in contrast to buying your own condo and paying all of the dues and mortgage yourself. Why not just get a hotel? Essentially, the quality of the units are better. You can invite others to join you, and most rooms have their own bathrooms for privacy. The timeshare is a home, and so the accommodations are more deluxe than many hotels. Often, the timeshares offer one or two or even three bedrooms. Typically, they have a full bath for each one of those. They have a fully equipped kitchen. They have some sort of cable or satellite system. They have separate dining and living room spaces with a pull-out sofa. The industry average is about 1,200 square feet for the units. Washers and dryers are often available in the unit, and you may also have things like balconies, whirlpools, hot tubs, room service, and other amenities. Some also offer golf courses, skiing, water complexes, spas, and other world-class restaurants. Timeshares are often compared to hotels, which don't generally have the same amenities. Timeshares are sold as a guaranteed vacation plan and destinations that you would want to go to. The U.S. has an almost no vacation mindset, though. Some people can't afford to go as they don't have enough paid vacation or time off compared to many other countries. Even the European Union requires member countries to have at least 20 days of paid vacation, while they may go well beyond this minimum. France requires 30 days, the U.K. 28, and many other countries requires 25 days of paid vacation leave. The U.S. has zero days of required vacation or holiday, and timeshares play into this by advocating a set week annually to entice you with the idea that you need to take vacation, which you couldn't dispute. People need to take some sort of vacation. Back in 1974, the Caribbean International Corporation offered a 25-year vacation license with the ability to alternate the weeks in St. Croix and St. Thomas, and timeshares were born. Once you own your timeshare, you can just stay there. You can rent it out, make sure your timeshare allows for this. You could even give it as a gift to someone else. You can donate to charity. You're going to maximize your own tax break that way, and that leaves them with possible maintenance fees, so you're going to have to make sure they're willing to accept a timeshare. You can exchange it within the organization for other destinations. You could also exchange it within the organization for other units at the resort. You can also sell it, but this is very challenging to do. Timeshares themselves are often sold through a sales pitch that you sit through after accepting a free stay, a free meal, a stay on the property, gambling tokens, gift cards, gifts, or even event passes. And then for the next one and a half to three hours, you're going to hear about the particular property that they're trying to sell you. 
When you do this, you could purchase a fixed one-week ownership where you get, as an example, say week 12 of every year. You could also get a floating week where you choose your week ahead of time. But this, of course, can be challenging if you want summer months or during school breaks when many other people want those same times. You can also get weeks where you start off at, say, week 24, then the next year they rotate you to week 25 and then week 26. And that way you're continually moving and nobody has always the good weeks for vacations. There's also something called vacation clubs, and they're similar with that you prepay to join a club. And then you have many dates and locations to choose from, but you do not own a physical property. Instead, you're buying with basically points into this club. There are at least four clubs that offer this as an option, and they have multiple properties worldwide. For example, Disney has 15 properties. Marriott has 3,200 properties. But there's also places with the Ritz-Carlton and Blue Green Vacation is another popular place. These can offer the ultimate in luxury or even a -a one-of-a-kind stay like yurts, cabins, or even beach resorts. The point system is going to cost you more or less based on the popularity of a property that you want to stay at the size of the accommodations, the number of nights that you want to stay, and the desirable dates that you're interested in having. So what is there to worry about? You're getting a nice place in a location that you'd like to be. Unfortunately, this is a fast-paced, high-pressure sales, and any important, potentially life-changing financial decisions should not be made with emotion, but with your head. The fact is that such urgency that's placed on this choice should be a warning sign to you. They're going to ask you to make your decision. They're going to have, you know, language like today only, those types of things, and and they're going to try and convince you to purchase it as soon as you can. Luckily, the U.S. Federal Trade Commission states that you have three days to change your mind. So be sure, if you did sign up, to take that time to make sure that your spending plan supports your decision to purchase into this. Your state might actually have a longer time to allow you to change your mind, so check with them. But either way, you cannot call and cancel your contract. You're going to have to either put it in writing or in person. And if it's in writing and it has to be mailed, you're going to want to make that decision as soon as possible. Due to so many people regretting their decision, there's actually a new industry called timeshare cancellation companies. Sadly, they too have been found in many cases to be fraudulent, similar to timeshares. So you just have to really check what you're doing here. Is it worth it to you to purchase this timeshare? Should you get into the timeshare? That's a personal choice, but be aware that reselling your timeshare, which is one of the options they tell you is a possibility, has proven in general to be so hard that people cannot even give away their timeshare at no cost. And so you are then still responsible. You can turn it over to the cancellation company that I just mentioned, but you will still be obligated to pay the maintenance and marketing fees and you won't be able to use the unit and you still are going to have to wait until they sell it to someone else. What are your obligations and can you truly pay for this timeshare? Kiplinger.com tells the story where a family purchased into a timeshare and found that they paid $15,000 for the unit and then they're hit with $2,500 every year for maintenance and tax expenses. But then they started asking themselves, well, what happens when my kids go off to college and we're not really taking a family vacation anymore? They were still responsible for the maintenance fees, which cost them thousands of dollars a year for a property that they weren't going to use. There are even stories of people who go into these offices 
charges and are actually held against their will, victims of duress by one Las Vegas timeshare developer. Another story was of a Vietnam vet and he and his wife, who actually had dementia, owned a Vegas timeshare for several years, but seldom were able to actually go over and use it. And even the dates they wanted were, quote unquote, always booked up. And finally, when they checked into the themselves, they want, tried to find out if there was a way they could save $2,500 maintenance fee. They needed to speak with someone in the sales office, and then they kept them there for hours. And again, his wife suffered from dementia, and he felt like they literally were being held captive. They just, they couldn't get out of this and that they were told that they had to continue to wait. I'm not suggesting this is always the case, but there are many stories where people feel the need that they have to sit through this and then they almost have to purchase it. So just be serious if it's something that you are interested in purchasing. Do your research ahead of time, not just be tempted because they've just given you a free weekend. Make sure it's it's right for you and your family. Thanks for listening to Finances and Timeshares. We know that you chose to listen and we're grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. Finally, consider leaving a review because it brings financial education to others and helps people find us more easily. Please let us know what questions you'd like answered or any topics you'd like us to cover by going to our website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school so you don't have to. 